Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host as always, David Coward, and thank you guys so, so much for taking time out of your day to listen to what this guy has to say. So, thank you guys so much. Really, really, really thank you. I am so glad that you guys are enjoying these interviews, and I'm going to try and keep providing more and more interviews as I can, as I can find people who are willing to come on the show as people get referred to me, as people reach out to me, I'm going to keep <coughs> keep bringing people on the show. And I know that you guys enjoy the, the interviews because they are always the highest listened to episodes on the show. So my goal is eventually to make this a nearly always interview show. And... These types of episodes are simply fillers for the few days here and there that I can't find people to interview. Um, you know, I was just blown away by yesterday's episode with Lachelle Adkins. It was so amazing. And, I mean, we hadn't really talked that much. We didn't really, we weren't. Um, you know, talking on the phone and stuff for, for hours or chatting. We didn't, you know, it was just pretty much she called in. I was like, hey, how's it going? How's your day? You know, this is how the interview's going to go. I do a little short introduction uh, to the show. I do a short introduction to you, and then I let you introduce yourself, and then we just flow from there. And, I mean, just Wow. <laughs> I mean, she, she is such an amazing person and we just really, we just really gelled. I mean, the, the conversation went in places where I had no idea where it was. The initial goal was to talk about, um, how to not lose momentum in achieving goals. And I mean, we just went all the way around that time and then came back to it and then went off again. And it was just so much fun. And, um, you know, talking to her, I was like, I hope this is recording, you know, because I'm just sitting there with the back of my mind, I'm like, I really hope this is recording, you know, it's kind of like the, oh, did I leave the refrigerator door open, or did I leave the oven on when I left the house today, because I was just like, it became such a conversation, and such a, we were just so comfortable talking back and forth with each other, that you know, it kind of, everything else kind of faded to the background to the point where I actually became conscious of the fact that I wasn't, you know, maybe hadn't hit the record button, even though I knew that I had. And, um, you know, it was just so weird, you know, uh, that feeling. And I've had a couple interviews like that where I've actually had that feeling where I was like, I hope this is recording. And of course, there was one interview with Gareth um, Rafferty, where I did actually, we talked for over an hour and for whatever reason, Skype crashed and didn't start recording or whatever. And because there was an update pending that I didn't know about. So now before I do any interviews, if I do them through Skype, I check for updates before I actually kick off the interview just in case. Um, but yes, yeah, so we had to do a second interview, and I had to interview him later, and we got that one, and it worked, and that was that. So, you know, there's so many great people that I've interviewed, and, and I know you guys are enjoying these, because several of my interviews are in the triple digits, as far as listens. Um, and, 
guys, you know, the message is loud and clear. Keep interviewing, keep doing more, and uh, keep bringing people on the show. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep going. So thank you. Now, today, you're probably wondering, okay, he's been going on about interviews, but what does this have to do with the Terminator? <laughs> and, of course, well, from the picture, I was going to use the actual Terminator itself, you know, the like the iconic scene, like right before the movie cuts in, where there's after the war scene with John, and you see the Terminator face looking at you, and I was going to use that, and I decided to use Linda Hamilton in the scene where the actual no fate but what you make is um, is really kind of explained because in social media I've been seeing so many posts and so many shares and things and I keep hearing this underlying theme that reminds me of that phrase, no fate but what you make. Now, in the movie, you know, it's used as a thing to kind of motivate her when she carved that into the table that she needed to go out and take care of Miles Dyson, who was going to be the creator of Skynet and the machines and who was going to be basically the person responsible for starting this great war against Skynet. Now, in the movies, if you've watched all of them, um, you see that what happens is is Miles just was the catalyst who created Skynet, but inevitably at some point it was going to be created throughout the timeline of human history. It just shifted based on the events of the present. And of course, he found the arm and the computer chip of the Terminator from the first movie, or he got it from the government or however, and they researched it to figure out what it was, and that's how they invented Skynet. Because the time travel that happened forced Skynet to actually be created earlier. So when, at the end of Terminator 2, when they destroy all of that, it only pushes the timeline back to where it's supposed to be. Now, I'm not going to get into the intricacies of time travel or whether or not time travel is possible. Though, in Albert Einstein's work, he did state that time travel was possible because there's nothing in the law of physics or the universe that would actually prevent time travel from happening. But, um, you know, at the same time, you know, we don't know if time travel exists. And, you know, we'll, we'll just play a little quick game. Uh, if time travel exists, I'm going to travel back to this point in time and tell myself that it is real. And then we can solve this mystery once and for all. Uh, nope, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't waved myself down or, or come over to talk to myself. So we're going to say time travel hasn't been created yet, or at least not in my lifetime, or it's not accessible to uh, folk like myself. So um, with that being said, we'll plow ahead. Um, you know, and... There's a lot of valuable lessons that can be learned from the Terminator movies and in 80 mo 80s movies in general. And, you know, my good friend uh, Chris Clues wrote the book, uh, What 80s Pop Culture Can Teach Us About um, Today's Business, where he talks about um, 
you know, these amazing movies from the 80s that had these great morality tales and how they could actually be applicable to business. And he's getting ready to actually release his second book pretty soon, which is the follow-up to that, which is more movies from the 80s that, I don't know the title, that's not the title, uh, but it's more movies from the 80s where he talks about these different life and business lessons. Um, so yeah, now, the other lesson that's really inherent in this movie, or at least to me, um, was that both sides made very aggressive moves to make sure that they were successful. Um, they were very bold in their moves, um, much like chess, like in the opening game of chess, the opening part, the first. There's really three parts to a chess. There's the opening game, there's the mid game, and there's the end game, right? So they made very bold moves in the opening to go after the king and queen right away. Both sides actually did this too. Uh, Skynet did it in the first movie. They sent back a Terminator to take out um, Sarah Connor, who was played by Linda Hamilton. And in the second movie, they sent back another Terminator to take out John Connor son and you know through that you know they made these big bold moves to take out the king and queen on the board whereas in the second one uh, John and Sarah and the Terminator make a bold move to go after Miles Dyson and Skynet to destroy the arm and the chip to stop Terminators for being at bed in the first place so they make a bold move as well and chess <clears throat> is a very intricate game um, more intricate than a lot of people realize and you know I didn't even know how intricate it was I mean I played as a kid um, with my father and you know I just played I didn't really under- I understood what the pieces did understood how to win but I didn't understand how much thought actually had to go into the game itself until I actually watched a documentary about Bobby Fischer and you know come to find out that throughout a chess game within the first four moves there's at that point several million possible moves and outcomes that can actually be generated based on the first four moves made in the chess game. Now, that's two moves per player. So by the time each player has played twice, there's you know several million possible moves, outcomes, combinations of moves, things like that that can happen before the game is actually um, completed. Like if in more recent and um, uh, you know, easily, uh, knowable to most people, uh, in Avengers, uh, Infinity War, when Doctor Strange was there on Titan, and he was sitting there, like, going through all the possibilities, and Tony Stark was like, how many possibilities did you look at? And he was like, you know, several million, uh, over a million, and Tony Stark was like, well, how many did we actually win? And Doctor Strange was like, one. (laughs) So, um, 
you know, it was a very calculated, and of course computers are calculated and mathematical, so it would make sense to actually compare what they were doing to the chess game. It was just also impressive upon me to when I realized that the humans actually made the same types of moves. They went after the king, who was Miles Dyson, and I guess you would say the queen was Skynet. And they thought by defeating them, they would actually win. Uh, which, of course, wasn't the case because there was the third, fourth, and fifth movies. And, of course, James Cameron is actually making uh, the direct sequel to Terminator 2 um, now, which is you know very interesting. And I can't wait to see because I'm a huge science fiction nerd. But at the same time, you know... Uh, the thing is, is what they did is they went out there and took action. They made bold steps. Um, they colored outside the lines. They did what it took to succeed or what they thought would allow them to succeed. And ultimately, by the end of the movie, they did succeed over the machines. Um, you know, so that is really what you know, all of this is about in life is, is we're at a point with technology where you can do anything. There's no more a point where it's like, oh, only certain people can do that. If you want to be an actor or an actress, you want to be an author, you want to be a YouTube star, you want to be, you know, Instagram famous, you want to be, you know, an athlete, you know, these things can can come up because of the internet, and and things that you know you'd think is is impossible can be possible, and you know like you know I said athlete, and you might be thinking like oh I could never be an athlete, but I mean look at like Vince Papali, you know he was a bartender in Philadelphia and a fan of the Eagles. Not a professional football player. Didn't really play college ball. Yet, he became, you know, a role model to the people of Philadelphia. He became a hero to them. You know, and he was just an average guy. You know, he was really, really athletic and he was really good at playing playing football. But... You know, he wasn't one of those, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be drafted. I'm going to, you know, he was just a normal guy working a bar. And, you know, that 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 he became an, an athlete. So I don't think that everything is completely out of reach. You just have to find that thing that you're good at, that you're passionate about, that you're, you know, whatever the case may be, that thing that frightens you. I was terrified at the aspect of writing a book. I was terrified at the aspect of, of doing a podcast. I was even more terrified at the aspect of, of interviewing people on my podcast. Um, but I did them. And I found that I really loved doing podcasting because I didn't know if I would love that. I've always wanted to write a book. I've always been told I should write a book. So I was kind of kind of had an inclination to that, but podcasting, I had no idea. I really didn't. And 
you know, now I'm so addicted to it. I want to share people's stories, everybody's story, anybody who wants to come on the show. I don't care who you are, rich, poor, young, old, you know, man, woman, whomever. If you've got a story, I want to share it. I want to talk with you. I want to be, um, as Lachelle put it, like a sounding board and, 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 and put that out there for you guys and, and share that story with, with you guys, my audience, and with people all over the world because I really enjoy hearing the stories and, and learning about the people that I interview. I actually really enjoy it. I've learned so much. Um, had so many great insights that have been shared. And, you know, I'm being a little selfish. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, if it helps you guys as well, hey, you know, that is what it's all about. Is It's showing you guys that we're not all islands. We're not all out there on our own. We're here on this earth together, if we were meant to be alone, we wouldn't all be on this one planet. You know, we'd be, each of us would be on our own planet. And regardless of what you believe or don't believe or whatever, you know, I think there's significance in that, that we're all here together, you know. And, you know, we have these shared experiences. Now, granted, all of us are unique based on our upbringing, based on the, our, the things that have influenced us in our lives and the people we've talked to and the people we've met and all these different things. We have all these unique characteristics that make us us. But at the end of the day, the base things, emotions, instincts, things like that, our senses are all basically the same. It's just how our mind and body react to those things that make us different. So when I'm sitting here talking about how I used to be so depressed as a kid, and I still deal with depression to this day, I know that I'm not the only person who's ever dealt with depression. I'm not the only person who's ever dealt with OCD. I'm not the only person who's dealt with ARFID. I'm, you know, I'm not the only one. There's other people out there. And by seeking out that tribe of people and talking to them, I've been able to find peace and healing and reconciliation and understanding. And, you know, we're all here together. So let's work together. And as um, John Gora of the podcast... One Nation Radio says, you know, we're all here together to be one nation, to be one tribe, to be one people. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm not accurately quoting that, so I apologize, John, if you're listening to the show. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just, you, you came to mind because your podcast is so profound on how you talk about, you know, life and people and how we all are together and and we we need to be stand together and become one people and 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 love and accept everyone and you know it's a beautiful thing it really is i'm a huge fan of your show and um and yeah so you know 
Go out there and make your fate. Go out there and do amazing things because you can. Go out there and do that thing that you know you were put on this earth to do and change the world. It's there. The internet has become this equilibrium where not only those that have the privilege can go out there and share their voice, but everyone that has access to the internet can share their voice. And yeah, so go out there and share your voice, share your story, find your tribe, build your legacy, build a life that you want to live, build happiness, peace, unity. Make more cat videos. I love cat videos. <laughs> you know, I mean, whatever it is, whatever it is that makes you happy, that, that brings you joy and peace, go out there and find that thing and hold on to it tight. And that way, you know, live a life without regret. You know, I had so many regrets, so many things that I was like, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. And now I'm going out there and saying, you know what? I've done it. I'm going to go out and do something else. I'm going to go do this, you know? And it just takes taking that step and going out there and making your fate. So, you know, that's my message. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. Um, I I don't know. I felt like I really needed to talk about this and it wasn't going to let me alone until I did. Um, to be perfectly honest, I've tried to record this episode probably 20 times and I just feel like I couldn't get it right. Um, normally, I try and record and it's a performance and it's done. And this one just, it's, it's holding on to me. Something awful. Usually if I get one of those, I try and talk about something else. Um, and then come back to it later, but this one just would not let go. So, guys, thank you so much for for listening and enduring. And I don't know why some of these episodes every once in a while are just hard for me to talk about or hard for me to record. But um, thank you, as always, for being a part of this show. You guys make this show. You guys are the show. Without you... This would just be an extremely elaborate journal, audio journal of my life. So thank you guys. Have a fantastic day on purpose. And with that, Car Thoughts out. We all know how hard it is to grow, right? Especially if we are in the first month or years of our journey, of our business startup, or we're coaching, or we're writing and we want to spread the word about us. We all know that it is pretty difficult to get the word out there, but that's exactly where I come in. I want to host an ad about your business into my podcast, Impact by Choice. So look me up on LinkedIn, Andrada Anite, or reach out to David and he will help you get to me. I would love to work with you further on, and I would love to help you boost the visibility of your brand.